On this episode of the Real Life Carry Podcast, Zabo and I are joined by Detroit's finest, Brandon Balestri. Now, between the golfers we carry for and you podcast listeners, we're always being asked for stories and examples of really bad caddying. The three of us are virtually lifer caddies, and one thing we all hate is very poor standards of what we do. With this in mind, we just had to dedicate this episode to a local caddy who has brought himself into the limelight with one of the best complaints we've ever seen. Zabo hasn't been able to sleep at night waiting to get these stories off of his chest, and in fact, the wee man has been working overtime investigating like Columbo to get more first-hand knowledge about this caddy's behaviour. It's absolutely brilliant content and I'm sure you'll enjoy it all. Before we start though, a quick word about our podcast sponsor. Our podcast is sponsored by a golf app called Big Game Golf. Please check it out today and see how the app can benefit you and your playing group's golf experience. The app will help streamline scoring, integrate handicaps, course details and of course offer a wide range of old and new games to play. Check it out today and please let us know your feedback. In the meantime though, thanks for listening and we hope that you enjoy this episode. Welcome back to another episode of the Real Life Carry podcast and I'm joined by Man Bun and Zabo. Welcome boys. Thanks for having us. Yeah, good to be back, finally. Brandon, fresh from the Big D. He's back. I'm back, back in town. Waiting I've had f- quite a few people ask me, where have you been? Uh-huh. I haven't seen you in a long time. Where have you been? You have been gone a long time. It's been I know, a while. and uh, my name tag has been on the pegboard at Spyglass. It has. So I, I, I kind of did that on purpose. I just wanted, to, left I a wanted little everybody piece of behind, to be talking yeah. about me while I wasn't around. We Zabo has been chomping at the bit. Absolutely chomping. Maybe three to four weeks about doing this episode. Mm-hmm. It's going to be dead. There'll be no stories. There'll, well, there will be stories, but there won't be carry stories from us. There won't be any shout outs. There won't be any mailbag questions. This episode is dedicated to Caesar. On his chariot. On his chariot. It's the best nickname in, in golf. Well, we, we've always said this for a long time. You have to earn your nickname. You don't yes. give yourself. You cannot give yourself your own nickname. Nicknames are earned, and this one was earned in amazing fashion do you have a nickname zabo no i just go by zabo leprechaun yeah some by some players yeah, yeah. it's always been you gotta earn it you Z- gotta earn sometimes it. i say zabu zabuski rarely zabo. there are some caddies who have given themselves their nickname which there is, are a handful you I, can't do it i lose a lot of respect for people that give mm-hmm. themselves their own nickname i don't call them by that nickname i call them by their uh the real their name. birthright yeah the real name yeah yeah but this this lad that we're we're going to go on to have several stories about several people are always asking on the email when we carry for them tell us some really great stories about bad caddying mm-hmm. and there there's a lot I mean by and large the caddies out here are really good I mean most of them are good but you get some gems some caddy complaints and they you know they hire a lot of new guys year in and year out. And some of them stick around maybe a little longer than they should and accumulate stories and or complaints. And this caddy has them both. I would have to say that, by and large, caddies across the world, Ireland, Scotland, the whole of America, North America, and include Canada, the standards are probably very, very good. They are, So typically. That we have to mention that and just say, if you do go anywhere where they have caddies, you have to support 
Yeah, take take a take caddy. caddy. More more often than not, you're going to have a great experience, and you're going to be glad you took the caddy. Maybe, Absolutely. Maybe email us. Maybe we know somebody because the the golf one world is a small network mm-hmm. that we could easily hook people up. We could, yeah, in many different places. Yes, yeah. You get a recommendation. Mm-hmm. Who do you know at this place? Oh, we'll we'll throw you. If you if you're a caddy, email us podcast at glorifiedonkey.com and tell us where you work. Give us some stories, and we can put you when someone asks. I'm going to Cabot Cliffs. I want a caddy. We can say, oh, yeah. you want to speak to this guy here. So this is, we're obviously very pro caddy. However, as a lifer, man bun, you're a lifer. Lifer. Started Zabble. at 13, still doing it. Zabel, you, you've done a long time as well. Lifer, oh, 20 years now. 20 years. Actually, this past year was 20 years. I think the, one of the most offensive things, I, I, I don't get on with everyone where we work. It's impossible to get on with 400 people. It's very true. But at the end of the day, we're all caddies, and I respect good caddying. There's people I don't like, and they're good caddies. There are, absolutely. But the one thing that really gets under my skin, and I know I've spoken at length with Manbun about this, is bad caddying. Mm-hmm. Do you want to start with what we, the, the complaint that we, we saw on the board? Well, let or me how just, do you want to kick let, it off? Let me just set it up. So a few weeks back, I'm sitting on the bench early in the morning, and there's a handful of guys around, and... This one caddy, Brian B., who's been there forever. He's been there forever, and he's he's angry, he's, Brian. Yeah, he exa- well, that's one way of putting it. Yeah, he's a little curmudgeon, and he he gets fired up very easily about certain little things. <laughs> so I'm just sitting there talking with him. We're talking. I mean, you get him talking on politics, he gets fired up. Sports, he gets fired up. So he's fired up about something. He's fired up about everything. I mate. forget what we're talking about, but anyway. So there's a job coming up at eight ten at the week course, and then this caddy rolls in and he goes. Hey man, I'll buy that job from you for twenty bucks. And Brian looks at me, looks at the caddy, and goes, "You mother effer!" He goes, "You need to walk away right now." And the caddy throws his hands up, like, "What? What? What I do? What I do?" He's like, "You need to walk away right now. You've tried to do this from me two times previous." <laughs> he goes, "What are you talking about? I've never seen you before in my life." He goes, "You know what? You were so effing high the last time you tried to do this. You probably don't remember that you did it." And the caddy's like, oh, whatever. So he walks away. So I go up to the podium for my job later. And the starter goes, that caddy didn't get out, did he? He's like, I said, no. I said, I actually took took a single because he was going to take it. And I didn't want him to get out. So I took it in front of him just because I saw what he did. He's like, yeah, I'm going to try to make sure he, d- he doesn't get out all day because he tries to buy jobs from me as the starter. <laughs> wow, that's big people. Just big in people. case you don't know the... The extent of that, that's that's huge. All this has happened. Now, th- this episode is called Caesar on his Chariot. I've heard many stories about this caddy. I had never met this caddy before. Come to find out after the fact, this was Caesar. This is Caesar. This is Caesar. And I've heard numerous stories from different caddies about this caddy. And, and, and the best part about it was, this is the caddy that has probably the greatest caddy complaint of all time that I've ever read. I've ever seen. I mean, probably either of you guys have seen. This is how you earn your nicknames. And I actually have it right here if you'd like me to read it. Hail Caesar. Here we go. This, this I mean. Let's this hear is, it. This is wonderful penmanship. This I've got to be honest. Legendary. Legendary. Here we go. I should have had this conversation with the caddy master. A few examples of my caddy's behavior were playing music from his caddy bib, getting very close to the wife and heavy hitting on her. Yelling big course whenever his players hit a good shot. Yelling at other caddies coming by on other holes, talking during other players' swings. Riding on the back of the golf cart with one arm outstretched as though he was Caesar on his chariot. And yelling at the group in front of us to play faster. 
truly unbelievable. That is five star. Unbelievable. The, the best caddy complaint I've ever heard. And this, folks, this is how you earn your nickname. What is his nickname going forth forever and ever and ever? Caesar. Caesar. He is Caesar. Caesar. Yeah. If and only if I actually acknowledge him. So I didn't know who he was until that incident with Brian B. happened. Now that I know who he is, anytime I yeah. see him, he is Caesar. So let's break down the complaint, actually, because I, 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 you have to admire the penmanship. It's well put together. Very well put together. He left quite the mark on the, on the guest's experience. The first complaint, playing music from his bib. Mm-hmm. That's a good one. I mean, playing it loud. And, and you know, I, I, I talked to so many caddies about this particular caddy complaint. And typically, if they haven't heard it, I read it in its entirety. And they all say, this actually describes this caddy to a T. On to a T. every loop that he does, this is exactly what he does. Kind of ballsy to be playing music. I've, I've seen it with other caddies. I sometimes take my JBL, my beatbox. Yeah, you, you know the they're going to play. I know the players. Yeah. yeah. We, we play, you, anyone listening to some music, if you don't have your own speaker. But for, un, un, unwanted just, to, oh. to play your own music from your caddy bib and just your own collection. Yeah, that is... Uh, absurd. That is yeah, absolutely absurd. But it's, you know, based on the stories we've heard from other yeah. caddies, it's not uh, it's not the worst of what he's do, done. Do we then go on to hit, heavy hitting on the wife? Heavy hitting on the wife? Yes. Well, I've seen that. I saw it yesterday, actually. actually was, I, it, was it by you? <laughs> <laughs> but heavy hitting... The, okay, it can happen. It can happen. Yeah. Not the worst, but... Still unacceptable. Happen, it happens commonly. It With Caesar, have, it happens a lot. It must have been bad enough that the, the husband obviously felt, I need to complain about this. Yes. Well, obviously, yeah. Unwanted advances. Next one. Yelling big course. <laughs> Every time his players hit a good shot. That would get old very quickly. Very old. Very quickly. Well, apparently it was very old for this guy. He didn't like <laughs> it at all. <laughs> he didn't like it at all. There's sometimes I'll scream four if someone hits a great shot. But, yeah, I mean, yeah. four is acceptable, but you're not screaming, big course. <laughs> I tend to make little noises after long putts go in. Yeah. Little hoorah. Little hype man. Like a, like a hype man, kind of. Yeah. yeah. Well, it sounds like Caesar is the ultimate hype man. Dude, yeah. He is, takes it to the next level. <laughs> he does take it to the next level. Yelling at other caddies coming by on other holes. Yeah. I mean, I usually, I'll give a wave if you know the guy. Hey, how you doing? Yeah, but You're not Woo! screaming. Yeah. 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 Okay. He's, he's probably doing it in every hole. And then... Talking during other players' swings. Okay, it can happen. That does happen. It does happen a lot. People have a lot of questions. People tend to forget about others, unfortunately. Etiquette is is very poor here. Poor etiquette. Do you know, know, he actually, he plays golf. He is actually a golfer, I know. Like a decent player? I don't know about the quality, but I definitely know that he plays golf. These are basics. These are absolute basics. And then, then the absolute cream of the crop on this complaint riding on the back of the golf cart with one arm stretched the caesar on his chariot i mean that is just legendary there's only one other caddy i can think of that does that and he's normally on request and his players are looking for that yeah i think you guys know that caddy but does not have his four points of contact down (laughs) while safely riding the cart that's That's, true that's a really good point as well yeah that's you could you're risking injury there i've seen a lot of caddies texting while they're in the back of a cart oh Oh yeah, yeah. You checking, know? checking their bets, their football scores. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. it was that so important. All the time. You had to check it between the fourth and the fifth shot there. But that's brilliant. And then was the, there's one final one, isn't there? No, that was the bet last one. It says truly unbelievable. Oh, you know, yelling at the group in front of us to play faster. Oh, that's going to work. Leave that up to the 
to the marshals, folks. Yeah, or the or, players. Or the players. Or the players. Yeah, yeah or mean, the players. You should not be yelling at a group in yeah. front of you. Caddy's job is just not to get involved. Like what? You, you especially resort goal. If you if you caddy at a club, they usually have a stipulation on how long it's going to take. People don't take that long at a club. They don't because there's repercussions. Yeah, exactly. In the the, the social layer of of. But as a caddy, there's no good outcome for you about sh- shouting at a group ahead. Nor will it do anything. What is that? Like, out of 100, what does this kid get as a rating? 100 being really bad or... 100, 100. being brilliant and then zero being garbage. Like, I got to give him a, a five a for five at, least, <laughs> at least yelling big chorus. At least give him a little hoorah when they hit a good shot. But all the other stuff kind of... There, there is the incident in which that his behavior matches up with the behaviors of the player because I saw it one time at the week course. Uh-huh. Oh, you saw Caesar and in action? To me, as much as I shook my head slightly, I I noticed that the players were having quite the time. Yeah. You could hear them from three holes away. <laughs> and I love seeing people have a good time and they were being quite obnoxious. What, what course were you at the week course? At the week course. Was he yelling, we course every time they hit a good no, shot? No, didn't hear the we course chant <laughs> one time, but there was a lot of yelling. I got a text from another caddy who worked with him about three months ago. He said, listen, you might be getting a phone call. That group you saw me with, Caesar, they complained. I went, really? I thought you guys were having a really good time. Now Caesar was. Caesar was having a great time. <laughs> Caesar's a real close talker as well. Yeah. Like yeah. he gets right in amongst it. And he'll, he'll look for, you know when a, a, a pack of lions are sort of stalking prey, mm-hmm. they'll look for the weak one. Of course. They're just the yeah. baby or, or, or the, the weakest, the oldest in the pack, and they, and they kind of knock them out. That's the impression I get with Caesar. He, he obviously isn't a great reader of the room, mm-hmm. but... What he's doing is he looks at the four or the two he's working for, and, he, and he's certainly trying to go for the the easy meat that he can sort of you know be brothers with. It turns out there was one player in the group that did not like them, and he complained about both caddies, which is really strange because I watched the other caddy; he was just trying to distance himself from. Well, Caesar. that's what happens. You get lumped in with the with the bad caddy sometimes. And they were buying him drinks, tip killer, and so he's out there. You now have a, a caddy that's that's loose anyway. And you're you're gonna you know throw him some beers, lubricate him up, yeah. But that complaint came maybe two weeks before I read this, the board. Now I think the, the 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 management got so much, so many questions. Yeah, they took that. That they took down. it down yeah. because it's I wanted so to get good. a photo. I had it's to go. So good. I had to travel two miles to go to a, a different board to get the photo. It was worth it, though. It was worth it. Was yeah, definitely I have worth it. In the, my phone forever, and I sometimes if I need a good chuckle, I just reread bring, it. Bring it out. But that that was within two weeks that he had those two two complaints that I knew about, bro. Anytime, anytime I talk about this caddy, because I, I mean I bring it up because it's just so comical to me, and other caddies hear it. You invariably other caddies have he's worked a lot. He he's worked with other caddies, and they all have some gem of a story. I mean, mm-hmm. John Brown, good listener to the podcast, he had yeah. one. They were working for this NHL like Hall of Fame NHL player. I forget who it was, and. Caesar wasn't even working for him, but this guy liked to shoot his own yardages on everything. Trusted the caddy, whatever yeah. John's caddy for him, but shot his own yardages everywhere. Like always had his rangefinder, put it back in its little sleeve, 
always shot yarders. Well, they get to the 10th hole. Caesar goes out in front, right? He's not even caddying for this dude. He took his rangefinder. He's sitting on the 10th <laughs> hole. He's sitting on the 10th hole, and he's just looking at whales through it. <laughs> and this guy is on the tee trying to shoot covers on bunkers, oh, no. and he's like, He's like, where's my range finder? Oh, no, he's super attached to this thing. He doesn't know. And meanwhile, Caesar's just out there looking at whales. And finally, John realizes, like, he doesn't have a range finder, but he's out there looking through a range finder. And they go out and like, hey, bro, is that uh, so-and-so's range finder? He's like, oh, yeah, I took it. I saw some whales. I just wanted to go whale watching. Well, I, I, was, mm. aware, I was aware of his existence before anyone knew about him because a good friend of mine, he'd actually stayed at his house. <laughs> and and th- this this is a belter. You boys will love this one. This lad partakes in uh, smoking smoking weed, and he'll quite often take a bong rip before he goes to bed. A lot of people uh, smoke uh, weed, do as a lot of people in California do. So this one night, he decides that he's just going to take a rip before he watches some some Netflix and fall asleep. Mm-hmm. And he says the next thing he knows, he's lying on his back and his face is numb <laughs> and Caesar had wanted him to go out into town and he was the last one to use the bong mm-hmm. this guy reckons that Caesar had thrown white powder in it put a little uh, marching powder yeah. in there <laughs> <laughs> so oh, now we no. know where Caesar's getting his energy from imagine that that would be a bit of a shock he said all of a sudden it's like Johnny Depp you know what's the movie about blow but yeah, yeah, and and he says I can't feel my face. And my face is numb. He, and he, <laughs> that, that, that's what this lad said. He says all of a sudden he he couldn't feel his lips, and then all of a sudden he couldn't feel his face. Uh, he so didn't, he didn't go to sleep very soon thereafter. As I say, I, I knew of his existence well before he was he was out here, and I think some people absolutely love him because, as I say, he he looks for well, someone there's, that there's certainly there's certainly that personality for certain groups, but another one. Another caddy told me he was working with him at at the big course, and they get to the seventh hole, and he uh, he lights up a joint. He's caddying for he's never met these people before. It's a husband and wife, about seventy <laughs> years old. He lights up a joint in front of the whole group, and he just starts puffing at it. And he goes, he goes, "Yep, I have to light up a joint at the seventh hole at the big course." And he goes, looks over at his husband and wife, goes, "Hey, you guys want to hit this?" <laughs> <laughs> they're 70 years old they've probably never smoked weed in their life and and he looks at the okay yeah hey man you want to hit this he's like no nah, no nah, i'm good dude i'm good but you which, talk about not being wind, able which to raise the wind blowing yeah, the smoke's telling him that that's off the charts but he says yeah every time in the seventh hole man you gotta light up a joint <laughs> the, yeah undescribable very unique this is caesar this that's is caesar. horrifying isn't it i i I think it's brilliant in a way. It is very brilliant. That, I w- I've almost wanted to work with him. I, I, didn't I tell you when I first heard the complaint and like I heard he was still working, I was like, we kind of need to put him on a job with us just to see. And you're like, dude, I've, I've heard the stories. I don't want him out there with me. Well, we have groups that we probably could tell them ahead of time. Listen, we're bringing a roaster with us. This is about content for you yeah, guys. This yeah. is about entertainment. You don't care about the golf. But, you know, watch this unravel. Do you have Caesar's phone number? Maybe we should get I don't, him on but him. we could get, yeah. definitely get it. The first time I saw him in action was uh, I was on seven at the week course. A lot of people go right on seven, and a lot of people go right on eight. And so the balls kind of, some of the tee shots, a majority of them filter to the same spot. So mm-hmm. in the case of the caddy, the caddy would, you know, sometimes want to sneak the cart across to where that ball wound up in the way low spot, quite a, oh, nearly 90 yards. 
yeah. right of the cart path. Yeah. And so here he comes. I'm on seven, which is the low spot where the ball comes. And he just comes riding this cart right across the fairway. And this was well before we we test drove the the carts on the course deal. Yeah, yeah. And uh, Buck and Bronco oh, through, through, the, through the mole holes and the, the uneven, you know, dirt. Full speed. Full speed. And I'm like, this is ridiculous. Never seen this guy before. New caddy. Acting a fool. Just despicable. Yeah. Pretty, pretty standard behavior. That was a calm day for Caesar. I'd like to mention that the the fact that he made it through the training. quote training, yeah, yeah, I says wonder, a lot. I wonder if he's yelling. Says a lot doing the hoorah during training. I think the the worrying thing is that he's when you have multiple complaints like this, you're still there. Like when you think about where anywhere you've worked, I've worked at several different establishments. And people have got fired for way, way less than. Well, you start you start putting in writing. You was heavy hitting on my wife. Yeah, you would think that would be a fireable offense. But Hashtag he, me too. Yeah, exactly. Like something like that, you would think you would be terminated for. That really, yeah, that's that's a good question. The, lighting up a, a joint is unbelievable. Pretty crazy. That, there's a lot of guys that will that will hit their pen or whatever, and, but they're quite discreet about it. Yeah, they're it. discreet. They're not. They're not on the T saying. Got to do this every time I'm on this hole. Here, you want some of this? Well, at least he was trying to share. He was, he was trying to share. Sharing is caring, sure, Caesar. Was, yes, that was very polite of him to share. I'm quite a t- a tolerant of behavior, right? I am. I mean, to a certain point. And so I, I look at it. I always try and find the funny part of it. But if you actually scrape it all back, it's absolutely horrific, isn't it? He's very. Ma- he's making Caddy an absolute mockery. Well, mockery. And then you talk about him playing golf. Here's another Great one. There was caddy appreciation not too not too long ago. I mean, maybe five six months ago. There was caddy okay. appreciation. We we get that from three to three thirty in the middle of February. Yeah, <laughs> but anyway, so they get out to the golf course, and my boy Troy is playing with him. His wife happened to be pregnant at the time and riding in the cart. And right. Caesar actually happens to be here to pair with him. Caesar the father. <laughs> <And then laughs> he introduces himself. So they're playing. They're playing golf, and all of a sudden, like. Troy's bags on the cart and his wife's driving the cart, but he's walking mostly. Mm-hmm. Caesar starts riding in the cart, getting very close to the wife. He's smoking and, and, and acting a fool. And Troy's like, what is this kid doing? And he's just, he's hoorahing, yelling, jumping back and forth. And Troy's like, who is it? And they never met him before. This is the first time he met him. And then 14 comes around and Caesar, was, around. Caesar wasn't really feeling it. He's like, hey, man, I think I'm going to go in. He's like, Troy, your wife's going to give me a ride in. You mind, mind if that's it? And Troy goes, you're not going anywhere with my wife. Get out of here. You can walk in if you want to go in. <laughs> Good for you, Troy. Yeah. Caddy appreciation. Beat it, Kook. And this was before. Troy didn't hear it. So I read him this complaint. We started talking. I don't know how we got on the subject of mine. I read him the caddy complaint. He's like, dude, you have to send me, me, send me that so I can send it to my wife just so she can see. This is exactly what he was doing to, to her. So Heavy this, hitter. This is not an isolated incident with no. Caesar. Caesar for president. <laughs> yeah. It, it's amazing. Absolutely. I'm... I'm in shock and I, the, the stories are still compiling i mean he's he's still he's still out there i heard that he went to another caddy's club and just used his name stuck everything in his tab oh geez mm-hmm. caesar that's ballsy I, i'd love to know what's his background is this guy like a delinquent is he 
I bet it sounds, you know, we're pretty good profilers. It sounds like Caesar hasn't really had to work his, his adult life. He's probably had a lot of stuff handed to him, and maybe this it, is his... Yeah, he's either a complete delinquent who went through the system and that are, doesn't care, or, came or from the money. opposite yeah, comes came from, from a money. ton of money and, you know, oh, well, it's just Caesar being Caesar. Love you, Caesar. Maybe we should have Caesar on the podcast. I, well, I just want to work with him. Yeah. I, I would love to work with him, but find the right group. Say, right, lads. You're going to be entertained today. I'm going to take a real backseat and just and just, just let, let it play him out. Steer steer the show. You want to work with him, Brandon? Uh, yeah, I could work with him. <laughs> I'd like, do it. Yeah, you've seen him in action. I mean, I've you know seen what him he in does. action. I actually had a short conversation with the other day. He was he just started talking to me and chatting me up, and I would probably barter with him in the job. What do you mean? Well, if you offered twenty, I'd say okay, fifty. <laughs> you know why not? That's true. Yeah, that's true. I told I told Brian I was like I want to sell mine for uh, twenty <laughs> after when he when he went up he's like yeah. <laughs> go and shank balls. He walked away after that incident. He walked away and then uh, the other Troy B Troy Bumgarner was sitting down there. We started talking about it. Maybe we should sell Mars. Yeah, it's, it's a tolerant lot we work with because everyone will just go oh well just another another story and we've had some belters over the years, but that this one this is watch this space. What's the best way of dealing with it? What do you mean? Dealing with it as the player or as like, like the caddy manager? Like if you, if you were caddying with them and you saw that type of behavior, you would you, you know, pull them by the elbow and be like, "Hey, I don't know, man. I don't know what I'd do. I'd probably let it go. I'd probably just let him let him hang himself. But if if he's if he's doing that to the wrong people who don't want that, I'd definitely say something to to him you because to. obviously there's a situation where you can be guilty through association. Of course, of course. I'm not I'm not throwing myself to the fire because of your behavior. I mean, considering the amount of money that the management services uh, make off Caesar, uh, you know, keep him around. He's too valuable to uh, release. <laughs> he's banging he's out too, the loops. He's too busy. He's, he's too big an asset. He's, he's too big up. of an asset yeah. to the management program. <laughs> no, he's an ass. Yeah. <laughs> well, he must be a nightmare for for somebody. Somebody, you know, because a lot of people see these complaints and and. You know, somebody must be. We've been talking. We've job. been talking about this for a while. We're gonna we're gonna do an episode in the somewhat near future on caddy complaints because, yeah. like we said, most caddies, by and large, are great, and we have rave reviews. But it's not going to be fun for us to sit here and tell talk about all the great reviews that caddies get. But no. the bad ones, it's like the, the complaints, news, folks. Yes. You want to hear about the bad stuff? Yes, we're gonna we're gonna do an episode on complaints. But we felt this complaint was so good, we had to just dedicate an entire episode to Caesar. Absolutely, and got his own nickname and. I called him. I saw. I saw him, and I said it was. Uh, I said quite the complaint you got, Caesar. Caesar. <laughs> I said, you know that's your new name, Caesar. Yes. And, he, and he just he was like shaking his head. But I think the best punishment is probably embarrassment. Yes, we need to get him a name tag with Caesar and put it I'll, on I'll, his bib or hat. I'll maybe buy him yeah. a bib and, and yes. embroider it on there, Caesar, mm-hmm. and present him. Nice Caesar, font. and then and then underneath <laughs> you put a little chariot. On there. <laughs> you you yeah. get like a little patch of a chariot and put it underneath. Yeah. Yes. You can find that in the stock images. Just 100%, a nice percent yeah. Caesar, Caesar on his chariot. Well, what? I don't know if I'd use a chariot. I think I'd maybe use a golf cart. Yeah. A little golf cart. And then, then have him like, yeah. have like a little figure with his arm outstretched. <laughs> yeah. Caesar on his chariot. We should all pitch in for whatever a bib costs. I'm down. I'm down. Yeah. Seen the cost of those things. I'll pay it myself. Yeah. I just want to see him wear it. There you are. They're not shy, are they? No, I mean... Make a buck wherever you can, right? And <laughs> <laughs> that the American way. Very true. Well, see if see if you'd been at the big D, yeah, and that complaint had come in. What would have happened? Oh, he'd never be seen again. Yeah, he'd they'd disappear him. 
And that's not even a real caddy program. That's a, that's a <laughs> that's a that's a uh, that's a, a country club tradition of of basically children doing work at you know, <laughs> teenagers doing work during the summertime. Caesar wouldn't survive there. Get them off the streets. Yeah. No, they'd be like, beat it. Yeah. If you come back, we'll call the police. See you later. Never to be seen again. I'll tell you about a complaint I once watched. I was fourteen, and I used to hang around. Oh, you're always waiting for a lift to go home or waiting for the bus to go back home and I was hanging out in the carry masters and there was a lad called Stuart he used to work in the Navy, be in the Navy and slightly overweight slovenly I think it would, he had to wear a shirt and tie but it was one of those clip-on ties it always had set of food stains nice could never uh, miss tie those uh, he just everything was sloppy about him and he would sit behind the caddy masters desk so you'd walk in the door There'd be bags left and right in the ducats, and he would sit and watch the horse racing with his feet up on the desk. Okay, <laughs> right. So he was the assistant to the assistant to the carry master. So he was bottom of the pile in the carry masters, but he still he would work every morning and then do four or five hours customer service, if wow. you want to call it that. So I remember this one day, I'm just kind of hanging out waiting for a lift. And he's sitting watching the horse racing, reading the paper, smoking a fag, feet up, and this, this guy comes in, and he's like, oh, who do I make a complaint to? <laughs> and Stuart, he didn't even open his, he just kind of <laughs> pointed his finger at yeah. himself, going, yeah. that'll be me, what's, what's the problem, mate? Called him mate. And the guy goes, I, I got a complaint about my caddy, he was absolutely awful, he was playing music from his bed, he was hanging off, the, you know, he was, <laughs> gives the complaint. And, and Stuart says, here, Take that piece of paper, write it down. Pointing with his fag hand. Yeah, again. Never to, yeah. Yeah. Never broke stride. <laughs> no. And he still gets feet up on the table, by the way. Yeah. And I'm having to pass the piece of paper and the pen <laughs> to the to the American. He and he says, And we're playing tomorrow morning. And I I just want to make sure I got a good carry. And Stuart went, What time are you playing? <laughs> he yeah. says, six thirty. And he goes, I'll be caddying for you tomorrow. <laughs> right? right? So, so then the best part comes, and the guy finishes his complaint. He says, oh, thank you so much, Stuart. You've been wonderful. I can't wait to see you tomorrow. And he, 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 he pushes the paper. I grab it. I give it to Stuart. He kinda, Stuart just winks at him. I see you tomorrow, pal. <laughs> right? The guy goes out. He scrunches it up. Throws it over his shoulder <laughs> and he goes wanker, <laughs> <laughs> and he probably didn't carry for him the next day. He probably carried for the next day. Yeah, and because oh, I, the boy handed him twenty pound. I remember that. That was wow. A, he threw him twenty. There I had, you go. I, and I was like the in between guy. I'm like handing him the paper, the complaint. He scrunched it. What he's a wanker. But uh, Stuart knew what he's yeah, doing. Yeah, he, he, he yeah. Was Caesar Caesar Stewart probably cut from the same cloth? But well, I tell you what, fantastic boys. Well, that yeah. brings us to an end of that short episode. You happy? You got that off your off that your was, chest. That was fun. That was as fun as I thought it would be. I, I really enjoyed it. Do you know what we maybe do? Maybe take the complaint, frame it. Yes, I already have it on my wall. I mean, yeah, I, yeah. double mat it. Double yeah. mat it. Yeah, put a nice uh, gold foil f- uh, frame on it. But there Just, should be a hall of fame of complaints, and that would be numero uno. That that is the best caddy complaint until the I've next ever one. Yeah, 
I, I can't wait to, to see. I mean, there's a lot of good ones out there. We're, we have we have some compiled. We are going to do an episode on caddy complaints. But oh, I think the I think the listeners would love that. Yes, actually. but this Caesar on his chariot. I mean, you can't make that up. Yeah, there Too used good. to be a, a, the the caddy comment book, and they would leave it in the in the caddy barn. Mm-hmm. That was wall of shame. I might have actually turned up early for a loop if that was still around because mm-hmm. that was some good content. content. Very good content. Excellent. Okay, boys. Anything else to add? Yeah, it's it's hard to find good help nowadays. <laughs> <laughs> Just remember that when you have a great experience with a caddy, just know that you know that caddy was putting forth uh, their best effort and really connecting with you and giving you their best. And uh, show me your appreciation. Yeah, show them, me your appreciation. Dig deep. Yeah, I would actually say that to golfers anywhere you're going and they have a caddy program. If you plan to have a caddy. Speak to people, find out, get a, a, a recommendation. Um, if you say, hey, we definitely want, we want to make sure we got great caddies. Yeah. Uh, and you just say maybe like, you know, we've we've had different caddy experiences in the past. You know, throw the guy 20 bucks, whatever. He might call you a wanker or he might get you a really <laughs> nice caddy. True. But it's a fact, you, you got to go with a recommendation. And yeah. I know the three of us, we probably, most of what we do comes off the back of people we know. Or, oh yes, you carry from my buddy. And exactly, I, it's very, very important. So, it's a lost art. If you have any great carry stories, we want the worst of them. Please, the complaints, mm-hmm. send them in podcast at glorifieddonkey.com. If you want to support us, go to the website glorifieddonkey.com. Buy us a beer and share it. Share it with our people. We still want to grow this thing, so share it with your friends. Get them listening. Absolutely, man bun. You have a great afternoon. That was a pleasure. Yeah, looking forward to it. Welcome back. Thank you yeah. very much. You working today? Yep. Nice. I'm working later today with none other than oh. Big G. Wow, G. look yeah. at you two. Exactly. Yes. Well, I'll, I'll be showing him how to do it. He's been away for a few weeks. Gotcha. Yeah. I actually didn't misread one putt in the last 36 holes. Not like I misread a lot of putts, but, you know, sometimes... Did you, they read you their catch own putts? In a hot spot. <laughs> <laughs> sometimes you sometimes things are just flowing, and then sometimes you're like, okay, you know, you, maybe you got a bad putt or whatever. In the last thirty six holes, you've been spot on, spot on, no second guessing, no wow. no long winded reads. He's in the zone. Very short answers. I'm I'm learning to to trim the fat after Good. all these years of caddying. Good. You think you'd have it down, but there's always room for improvement. 100%. Get to the point. Yeah. Yes. Cut to the chase. Sometimes yep. it's tough, especially when you're at like weird courses like the Wee Wee course. I've been caddying there a lot the last month, and you kind of have to give a little dissertation sometimes. Well, you do this, but then it does that and that and that and that. But I hear you. It's tough for, sometimes. For as much as I talk, very little information. Less is more. But I'll tell you, I had, yes. a, I had a guy in the last 36 holes who hold everything. And it was... I've never seen anyone make so many putts with such a bad stroke. That's fun when that happens. He walked forward in the putt, and he sliced it. And he he was making everything. And he made, yesterday, he had a single putt on 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, and 11. And they weren't tap-ins. Yeah, that's fun when that happens. Anything inside 3 feet, 4 feet, they were picking up anyway. So they were proper 10, 12 footers. But I've never seen anyone, I said... That is the worst stroke I have ever maybe... I think it was the worst stroke I've ever seen. Walking, he's, so he's moving into the ball. And he's making them. And slicing them. Because it wasn't even... A, I said, you don't even push the ball. You slice them. But 
Eh? You know, whatever works. There's a million ways to hold a pot. So, yeah. right, you too, Zabo. Thanks for your work bringing thank that you. to yeah. to the listeners' attention. One last thank you. That's to the listeners. Please get out there, like Zabo said, share the podcast, rate it, and review it for other people. That's always worthwhile. Check out our sponsor, Big Game Golf. If you haven't already downloaded the app, please go and do that. And until the next time, get out there, enjoy your golf, but more importantly, don't get angry because you're just not that good. 